following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. This is Casey's Take on Sports with sports reporter for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange, Casey Patrick. Now, man who always has a take, here's Casey. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Uh, we're going to talk. We got some stuff to talk about this week. Uh, we're going to start off with Calvin Ridley, just because I think that's kind of important uh, to, to kind of go over. And then second of all, uh, I was going to talk a little bit of baseball, but uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers signs uh, a deal that makes him the highest paid player in all of NFL history. So uh, we're going to talk about that. And then third, we're going to do just a little preview of the SEC men's tournament, uh, the men's basketball tournament. And then, of course, we're going to end it off with some high school sports. So uh, y'all stay here. Uh, come back. We're going, we're going to get started here in just a minute. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I'm going to preface this by saying – uh, before we get too far into the Calvin Ridley situation, if you expect the NFL to make a fair decision, you've lost your mind. Um, now, I say that because Ezekiel Elliott, I, he hit a woman, got six games. Greg Hardy beat up his girlfriend, had 10 games, reduced down to four games. Adrian Peterson had a child abuse felony. Uh, whether whether you agree with the way you uh, should discipline your children, he's, it was still a felony charge, and I think he got four games for that. Um, Tyreek Hill, I mean, he he abused his kid. What did he get? Uh, so just I had to start off the whole thing by saying that. Um, apparently the NFL is okay with you hitting women or children, um, but you're not allowed to bet on games that you're not in. Calvin Ridley tweeted that he was uh, he had gambled fifteen hundred dollars on some games that he didn't even play in. Um, I here's the thing: it's kind of it is a slippery slope. Don't get me wrong. Uh, if if you have players gambling on games that they're in and and you don't know if they're giving one hundred percent performance, then you have a serious issue. But I just don't. I don't think the NFL is really – let's be honest. They're not worth the crap. They're just like MLB. The people up at the top make ridiculous decisions, especially when it comes to the people that um, are, their, are their players and, and, and the way they're held to a certain standard. Um, the NFL was never going to make the right decision when it came to Calvin Ridley. And uh, quite frankly, I mean – the other big problem is, you know, they talk about wanting to have integrity and all this and all this other stuff. I saw a tweet yesterday said, the NFL prides itself on integrity more than anything else, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor, Caesars and DraftKings and FanDuel and Sportsbet and MGM and all these other companies. I use those apps. Uh, I, I I think it's fun to put a five dollar parlay and see if you can hit all twelve games in the weekend or something. I it's legal in Tennessee. I'm not one of the players, so there's really no problem with it. Um, but honestly, I, I don't I don't really see what the problem is with it from a player either, especially one that's not playing. Like, like I said, I mean, if 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 you got a guy that is obviously point shaving, 
that that's a whole different issue. Um, but to be honest with you, I, I think if you're an NFL player or I mean MLB player, any player, I don't care. I don't care if you play soccer, tennis, whatever. If you got money and you want to put it on yourself to win, you should be allowed to do that. Um, if I was a professional athlete and I got obviously a little bit of cash to throw around and I got, uh, I got some odds that look good for me, make a few dollars. And I think I can whoop up on somebody. I'm going to put the money down. Um, I, I think if you're gambling on yourself to win, that should be perfectly acceptable a, a, in any sport at any time. I think it should have been before, uh, gambling was considered. Okay. I, I think, uh, at, the whole Pete Rose situation comes back up. I mean, he deserves being a Hall of Fame, the hit king. I mean, it, that's a whole different discussion for a different day, and I'll get into that one day. But the NFL is useless. It's a joke. And when I say the NFL, I mean the people in charge of it. Um, how they respond to certain things, you can't expect them to make a decision that's that's going to be even closely, even close to consider being correct or right or fair or just in any way. Um, because they, they care about their integrity. Um, like I said, they, they don't care about integrity. They just care about money. Uh, but I'm going to end it with that. I, I think if you if you got money, you put it on yourself to win, that should be okay. That should be okay. And that's where I'm going to end it. We're going we're gonna to go next to the uh, Aaron Rodgers deal. Y'all stay here. So I was sitting here, and, uh, of course, y'all know the the guy that runs the show. I mean, I just sit here and talk. But JP, I, I, JP Plant, I have to send him uh, an email uh, before we do the show, and I want I tell him the, the things I want to talk about. And when I sent him the email, it was going to be about baseball because um, that's, again, I don't have enough time in the day to go over how big of a situation and how bad of a, a deal that is right now. But as I sent that email, I started to scroll through Twitter because I was right, I was waiting to get on here and do the show. And I saw Aaron Rodgers signed a four-year, $200 million deal, making him the highest-paid NFL player of all time. Um, that's like it's over, that's $50 million a year. $50 million. $50. Ooh, that's a pocket. That's a pocket full of money right there. Um. I I kind of know what it's like to get a little bit of extra change. I didn't really have to negotiate, but boss man gave me a raise. It ain't 50 million, but it was nice. I know uh you know I'm I'm kind of happy for Aaron Rodgers because first of all, uh he's he's getting towards that age where you start talking about retirement and stuff like that. And of course, you know Green Bay a few years ago they were like, "Oh, we got to prepare for the future." So they moved up. They took Jordan Love. And that dude ain't seen the field. He he played one game last year against the Chiefs, and it was awful. It was bad. So now what they have is a first-round pick that they didn't spend on a receiver, naturally. That's part of the reason why Aaron was so upset. But now you've got a first-round pick just laying around, not doing nothing. I don't know if you can trade him. Uh, what's his value worth? What are you going to get out of him if you decide to trade him? You've got Aaron Rodgers for another four years on contract anyway. He may not play that long. But after going through some of the stuff on Twitter, it was it, Aaron had really 
he had really thought about retirement. And I don't think I blame him because the Packers obviously don't care about him. Um, they they probably do now, back-to-back MVP, and he's putting up better stats and playing better than any other quarterback in the league other than maybe Josh Allen. I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't have the greatest year last year, but he's still a great quarterback. There are only a few top-tier quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers definitely in that tier. But now he's going to get paid like it. $50 million a year. Can y'all believe that? Us regular folks, look, I still got wood panel walls and stuff. I couldn't even – I wouldn't even know what to do with a, a couple – $100,000. I'd be doing all kinds of stuff like paying light bills and putting gas in my car. That's expensive. Uh, that's one thing. I, I guess I guess Aaron can afford a, another trip to the grocery store or something now. But uh, good for him. Uh, they did save up enough money. I don't know how the cap works. Don't ask me to explain how the cap works. You probably need to find somebody, uh, an economist that doesn't work for the government because they don't tell the truth either. Uh, but somebody that can explain to you how the cap actually works because I can't do it, but somehow they can agree to pay him more money and it saves them money on the cap this year, whatever. Uh, You may find some internet troll that will tell you how it works better than I can. I don't know. But they've saved enough money through the cap to franchise tag Devontae Adams, which that's going to make him tremendously happy because he wanted to be the first, like, what was it, $25, $30 million receiver. Good luck with that, Devontae. Hey, I honestly, I hate a lot of a lot of people. They complain about the money that these stu- superstar athletes make. If the if the athletes don't make it, it just goes right back in the pocket of these owners, who obviously don't care about the players. They're already rich. They own these teams. The Packers are a little bit different, but uh, most of these teams are owned by billionaire owners, and I don't really care if they get another dollar back in their pocket or not. Uh, the the players might as well make all the money that they can. Go get the bag. That's what Aaron Rodgers has done. That's what Devontae Rodgers – or Devontae Rodgers. I'm trying to combine the two of them. That'd be a nasty athlete. That's what Devontae Adams is trying to do. Um, but uh, Aaron Rodgers signs the extension. It, it, the Broncos were also – going through these uh, Ian Rappaport tweets, man, it was between retri- retirement and Broncos as far as the other options from the Packers. And uh, I just want to say this. I've been saying for a few years now – the Broncos with a good quarterback, man, that's a nasty team. Now, I, I like the West. I think the Raiders are the most overrated team ever. But you got Justin Herbert with the Chargers. You got Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs. And then you – I mean, if you got a good quarterback with those receivers out there in Denver, man, that would have been nasty. But Aaron Rodgers signs the extension. He's back in Green Bay. Go, Pack, go. I can't believe I just said that. That didn't even feel right. I feel nasty. I'm going to go take a shower after the show. That's all I got about Aaron Rodgers. All right, he signed the extension. Just Y'all figured it out from there on out. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of SEC men's basketball tournament right here. Now, because I don't have eidetic memory, I've got my phone up right here. You see the phone. I, I've got um, the SEC men's tournament. And they begin Wednesday, just like the Creekwood girls do. They, they begin their tournament Wednesday. And we're gonna. the first game is going to be at, it looks like, 6 o'clock Eastern. Man, y'all can tell I'm getting old. I got to, like, squint and look at the little numbers and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so... 
6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Central on Wednesday. Uh, that's going to be Ole Miss and Missouri starts first game. Second game is going to be Georgia and Vanderbilt. After that, let's be honest, none of those teams are going to win the tournament. Um, Missouri's just not very good. Ole Miss, Georgia's awful. Uh, I, I like Scotty Pippen Jr. from Vanderbilt. That kid, that kid plays hard. Also, I liked his dad. I mean, I. But I don't think Vanderbilt's really got a shot. I think the best team that doesn't have, you know, the the buy until quarterfinals. The the four teams that have the buy until quarterfinals are Auburn at one, Tennessee at two. Kentucky at three and Arkansas at four. Alabama, I think, personally, LSU, both of them are pretty good. And they're going to play in the second round. LSU is going to play the winner of Ole Miss, Missouri. Alabama plays the winner of Georgia Vanderbilt. And, of course, you got Mississippi State and South Carolina. I hope South Carolina does well. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw the other day uh, Frank Martin, their coach, uh, he was, uh, was um, kind of dealing with some troll on the Internet. I like the fact that he's got, you know, he's got the confidence in himself and, uh, for lack of a better word, cojones to go back and kind of tell somebody what he thinks about him on Twitter. Uh, I mean, I, I like that. I like Frank Martin. I think he's a good dude. I, I told him, I said, I, I think he's a good dude. I think he's a good coach. And I told him, I said, if I had a son, I'd be happy to send him to South Carolina, and I would. I think Frank Martin's a good a good man, and I I, I hope he does well. Uh, the problem is, if he wins his first game against Mississippi State, he got to play Tennessee. And I wouldn't wish my own mother well if she was playing against Tennessee, okay? That's just into the – and I hope – she's going to watch this, and she may feel bad for a whole minute, but then she's going to remember. University of Tennessee comes first. <laughs> I can't wait till she watches. I'm going to get a phone call. She's going to be hollering, just mad. You picked Tennessee over your own mother? Yes, I would. But LSU will play the winner of Ole Miss, Missouri, and then the winner of that goes on to play Arkansas. Florida and AM, you got a few halfway decent teams. Uh, Auburn didn't really look all that great here in the last few weeks. Arkansas is not good outside of Arkansas. If if they're in Bud Walton Stadium or whatever that basketball court's called, they get every call. Jalen Williams, he led the country in charges or whatever. Yeah, no wonder. Watch the games in his house. Uh let's see. I think, you know, I'm going to say I think Tennessee can win, but that's I'm a homer. Let's be honest. I'm a homer. I think Tennessee can win any, everything, anything, all of it. I want to win all of it. Kentucky's always good. I hate Kentucky. I hate Kentucky, but, man, they're good. Uh, you got Tennessee and Kentucky down at the bottom. You got Arkansas and Auburn on the top. I see the quarterfinals are Friday, March 11th. Semifinals going to be Saturday, and the championship will be Sunday, March 13th. Let's see, what time is it? 12 o'clock. Got a 12 o'clock game on Sunday. It's not football, but it's a men's championship game for the SEC tournament. The, these tournaments are so fun to watch. I think uh, if any of you watched the women's tournament last week, Kentucky with, with the big upset over South Carolina, they beat they, they upset Tennessee to play South Carolina uh, in the championship and then uh, beat them 64-62, I think. So, um, man, these uh, tournament basketball is the most fun thing to watch. I saw uh, one of the other guys that uh, we work with at Main Street, Chris Yao, put – he put up a video of a, a young man. I think it was Gavin Burleson. It's either Gavin or Grayson. I know there's they're both on the team. I don't know which one took the shot, but Summertown kid for kid from Summertown hit a. I mean, it was more than half court. Hit a buzzer beater to tie the game to send it to OT, and then they beat. I want to say Gibson County in overtime. They beat Gibson County in overtime to. 
to get to go to the state tournament. I mean, the small communities, uh, especially like high school sports, uh, but I mean, these tournaments, man, when you pack these gyms, especially the high school tournaments, which I know I was talking college ball, but these high school basketball tournaments where you've got, I don't know, probably a, a gym that fits 150, 200 people, and, and that thing is is just packed full of random fans from God knows where. And you have kids that give the most effort they've given all year long. They're not out there for money. They're not out there for fame. They're out there for the fun of it. Man, tournament basketball is so much fun. Um, and college basketball is just an extension of that for me. So, um, And I've told you guys before, I don't, I don't really care much for NBA. It's a lot of ISO, just one-on-one, man-to-man stuff, which it, don't get me wrong. If you've got a good enough athlete, that's the way you play basketball. But um, since – you know, in college basketball, there are only a few NBA athletes. You kind of have to work as a team, and it's a lot more fun to watch. Uh, I, I think the players care more. Uh, but there's your SEC tournament. Um, I probably would preview it a little bit more, but, man, let's be honest. I, I don't really care about talking about Missouri basketball anymore. Like, I mean, I they might beat Ole Miss Wednesday, but then they got to play LSU. And I hate, I hate LSU. Will Wade's a joke, but. They're probably going to win that game, right? So, come back. Hey, I tell you what. I tell you what. We won't talk about it much anymore, but y'all come back next week. We'll talk about what happened. Uh, we'll go over what happened. We'll talk SEC championship. I hope I'm wearing my big UT jersey. with. I'll have a UT flag back here hanging up against my wood panel wall. I hang it up right here on the rack. I, hey, go Vols, baby. Uh, y'all stay right here, though. We're going to talk a little bit of high school sports. Don't go nowhere. All right, so I was just trying to make sure my phone was all right. Um, let's talk. Let's start with the big thing in high school basketball. First of all, Creekwood is in the state tournament for second year in a row. Um, last year they went, and I've never I've never told anybody this, but when when I went last year, it looked like Creekwood had a little bit of trouble with three pointers, and it was they were a little bit short. And I remember thinking, man, they, they keep shooting from behind the, the NCAA mark. They, they kept shooting from behind the, the long three-point mark instead of the high school three-point mark. And all of their three-pointers were long. And I think that that may have been that, you know, the fact that you get a bunch of young girls that are out on a court like that for the first time in their career. And it may have been a little bit difficult. But they got a little bit of experience. They're going back. They played a heck of a game Saturday against Hardin County. Um, if you if you are a basketball fan, especially a Creekwood basketball fan, and you were not there Saturday to watch that game, you should be ashamed of yourself because that was an amazing game to watch. It was really uh, it was really fun game to watch. If you're a Creekwood fan, um, they led by a little bit uh, after the first quarter, but then just I don't. And I talked to Coach Wilson afterwards. I don't think he expected his team to do what they did there in that second and third quarter. But, man, they just uh, – they absolutely punched Hardin County square in the mouth. And I don't think the Tigers knew what to do about it. And uh, Brianna Moore down low, she was so good. That, uh, Hardin County's got a – they got a big girl, um, real tall, athletic girl. Uh, Haley Hallett or Halle, maybe maybe the T is silent. I don't know. But – um. 
she 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 led everybody in points. She had twenty one points, and Brianna Moore still did a pretty good job of shutting her down. Um, Brianna Burgess led Creekwood with like eighteen points, just knocking them down. She's she's just a score. Laura Nichols had I think eleven, twelve, fourteen points. There's just so many different options, um, but. They're playing state tournament Wednesday. I'll be there. I cannot wait. I love the state tournament. I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I just got done talking about how much I love tournament basketball. So, um, but I, I'm going to be there Wednesday. I'm excited to see how Creekwood does. Um, but other than that, everything else, everything else for Dixon and Cheatham are both. Uh, it's kind of just basically warming up to baseball, softball, soccer right now. Um. I don't really know what to expect out of some of these baseball teams because the last few years there have been a lot of talent between Dixon, Creekwood, Harpeth, uh, Sycamore, and, and Cheatham. There, there's been quite a bit of talent between all those teams, but I've seen a lot of graduating kids that, you know, are no longer with those programs. And, uh, you know, some of the teams I don't really know what to expect. Um, so, I, But I'm excited to get back out there. Uh, any of y'all that know me personally, you know I grew up playing baseball. I love baseball. It's my favorite. It's my favorite sport, um, which I, I like. I've got the bowling hat on. I, I like bowling. Don't get me wrong. I love bowling, and I love coaching it. But um, there's just something about your first love, and that, that was baseball for me. So um, I'm ready to see some of these teams. And, and a lot of high-profile uh, programs. Harpeth, they play up there on the rock. Sycamore, I mean, they, they got a kid in the Mets uh, minor league system right now, Blaine McIntosh. Um, that, that's a whole event out in Pleasant View whenever Sycamore plays. They got kids park up on the hill. They got music playing. They have a bonfire going. Like that's uh, they, they party out there in Pleasant View for a baseball game. Um, and, of course, Creekwood, Creekwood and Dixon both just, you know, really, know, really well-known baseball programs. Uh, also, you know, and I've been thinking about this. Uh, Dixon coach, the Dixon coach Rodney Park, Rodney O. Parker, and the Creekwood coach Chris Clapper, uh, they're such good friends. And I think I need to do a feature article on those two. I may do that. Hey, keep your keep your eyes peeled, especially if you know either one of those men. I'll have to talk to them about it, see if they're willing to sit down and talk with me. But um, that may be fun because they're they're both really good friends. Um, I'm pretty sure Rodney O. Parker used to be. Uh, I think he, I think he used to be an assistant out at Creekwood. I think it'd be really neat uh, just to do a little write up on both of them and and their relationship. And uh, but hey, that's neither here nor there. That's maybe down the road. Um, I'm gonna try and do a couple soccer previews too. I mean, because especially for this upcoming week for the papers, um, just to fill out some space, but also, um, you know, get the schedules out for some of these teams. Uh, I, I know some of the programs like. Um, uh, Coach Taylor McCullough out at Sycamore, he's he's pretty serious about his soccer team. He loves some soccer, which is cool. Um, and then uh, Coach Cardona over at Dixon. Um, we're we're going to have to get some soccer stuff. I'm probably going to have some middle school baseball, softball photos. Probably. Probably. But I think the big news so far, the big news this, this week so far, Wednesday, Creekwood, Fayette Ware, First round of the TWSAA State Basketball Tournament. I don't know anything about Fayetteware. I don't know anything about Fayetteware. I can't even explain to you how much I don't know about Fayetteware. I had never heard 
of Fayetteware until Coach Wilson told me that they were playing them Saturday night after the game. After the game, I said, "Hey, Coach, when are they? Uh, when are they going to get the brackets up?" He said, "They already got it up. We play Fayette. We play the winner of Fayetteware or whoever they played in the sectional." And I don't, I don't know who that is. I can't remember who that is either. Man, I've slept since then. There's no way I can remember that. But um, I, I looked it up later, and I saw that Fayetteware won. I've never heard of that school. Um, I don't know anything about them. I don't know anything about them. I hope the Creekwood coaches know more than I do about them because uh, they're going to need to. Um, but, man, I'm so excited. I, that's, I know that gas is like – what thirty dollars a gallon now? I haven't went outside yet today, so I don't know how bad it is. Um, I may have to start walking like now. Maybe I can hitch a ride with somebody or get like a skateboard, get one of those electric scooters. Could you see me on an electric scooter going down eight forty, driving like twenty miles an hour? I'd have to leave what four o'clock Wednesday morning just to get there by halftime. Uh, but uh, y'all, thanks, thanks for coming by and checking out my show. Um, give me a follow on Twitter at CVP51. I don't really care if you follow me. You don't have to follow me. My DMs are open anyway. You got anything you want to say? Tweet it to me or message it to me. You got something you want to tell me if I'm not. You don't think I'm doing this right? You got something else you want me to talk about? Throw it at me. Man, I don't care. I don't care. Whatever you want to say. Um, hey, Dixon Post, Cheatham County Exchange. Give them a look. Look on Facebook. A lot of articles on there too, so. Thank y'all for coming by. Thank y'all for listening again. Come back next week. I hope y'all had fun this week. Uh, I got all kinds of stuff I got to do, so I'm going to get out of here. Y'all have a good evening. This has been Casey's Take on Sports with sports reporter for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange, Casey Patrick. Follow him on Twitter at CVP51 and online at MainStreetPreps.com. Casey's Take on Sports is a Main Street Media production.